welcome in, everybody. This is Too Much Movie Night. Follow along while we go back in time through our favorite movie night movies and see how well they hold up. I'm one of your three co-hosts, Brian. Beside me, I've got JJ. Scotch and yes. Scotch and yes. And Steve. <laughs> hey Together each week, we'll spin our wheel to see which movie we'll be viewing. At the end of the pod, we'll rate our movie on our Too Much Meter. We'll keep track of which movies hold up to be the best movie night movies. Thanks for listening in and give us a follow to keep up with our weekly episodes. Oh, man. This it. this movie was Vince Vaughn at his Vince Vaughniest, if any, yes. right? 100%. Oh, man. This was him working hard for 10 years and then saying, hey, here's a fuck ton of cash. You just go do you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, just be your Vince Vaughniest and, uh, yeah, go to town, bro. And that's what he it, That's what he did. So. Like, I'm pretty sure Ben Stiller just, like, grabbed the script, handed it to him, and he fucking, like, looked at it and was like, Nope. Threw it over his shoulder, and he's like, what is the movie about? And they said, Aliens. And he was like, fuck it. I'll run with it. Let's go. Right. And they let him, and he did awesome. Seth uh, Rogen, you use this script as some rolling paper. We got this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Have, well, hold up. Have we even introduced this movie yet? I don't think we have. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who knows what the hell we're talking about right now? <laughs> right? Oh, man. So, JJ, of course, um, seven movies in a row for you. This was another win. <laughs> hey, this was, this was your sci fi choice. And, uh, yeah, what, what movie are we working on today? We are going to discuss The Watch. Very, very good comedy sci-fi movie. Uh, well, very good. Very decent <laughs> comedy sci-fi movie. You know, it is it is one of those that I, I haven't seen in a while. And I think I was actually scrolling through uh, one of the streaming services and it popped up and I was like, holy shit, I forgot about this movie. And there's a reason for that. But we'll get into that later. <laughs> The Watch. So yeah, it's like you said, this is a uh, 2012 movie came out. Our college days, I remember uh, parking mm -hmm. it, uh, either a little hungover in the morning or uh, getting ready for the night of and sitting on your couch in your living room watching this movie. Um, way more than we should have. I'm pretty sure yes. you were rocking that direct TV <laughs> package. You were the, uh, the the Rolls Royce of TV packages in college. You know, we're all rocking our uh, ABC and CBS uh, antenna channels. And uh, let's go to JJ's house. He's got direct fucking TV up in here. And, uh, yeah, The Watch was on uh, HBO for like a month straight. So what did we watch? The Watch. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, when you were spending your tuition money on DirecTV, like, you were going to watch everything. Yeah, hey, got to get your money's worth. Steve, why don't, you, uh, why don't you let us know? What's your first experience with this movie? You know, um, <laughs> um, I, I was trying to think about, like, when did I, like, the first time I saw this movie, and I really, really don't remember, but I'm, I'm guessing it was probably on that, that, that sort of the same time, like, you and JJ were sort of, you know, uh, um, having a having a good time sitting around somebody's couch watching watch you know that i was probably doing that the same at the same time like on hbo uh just just sort of watching it on tv i, I know i didn't go to the movies to watch this and no. and mm -hmm. i don't uh and, and you know and, and i think it probably wasn't even a um a a, a, a melon netflix one at this one you know it was a okay i can wait for this one to come out and and i think that's what it was right probably watching this on hbo because nobody else would care is like what the uh, uh, 
a comedy alien movie. It's like, you know, they got harumph. They got better shit to do with that. (laughs) Well, um, at that time, your youngest one's, you know, in bed early at that point. Right, right. (laughs) Which was always a good thing, you know, the the little ones to bed, right? The little one, and then, uh, um, yeah, and then sort of... Okay, little scotch and, like yes. scotch and yes, scotch and yes, scotch and yes. But yeah, and then uh, so that was really, I think, what, what my first one, my first, the first time that I watched it, and and I have watched it a couple more times since then. I mean, it's it's uh, it's one of those that like okay, if there is really nothing else or nothing new on on TV that or like in any of the other premium type movie channels that like all right yeah and this is on i'll turn it on there's and worse have, things to know, watch there's worse things to yeah. watch you know, like enter the dragon <laughs> <laughs> really great outdoors <laughs> or any of the other movies you two assholes picked <laughs> well i would prefer to watch this over uh <clears throat> Can you guess the movie, Brian, that oh, I would shut much? up. Rush Hour's the tits. <laughs> I don't want to hear anything of it. Uh, oh, God. All right, let's roll into this movie. Let's do Tired it. Tired of hearing y'all's commentary. There is an alien invasion happening. They're among us. That's why I founded the Neighborhood Watch. Any one of these people could be an alien. Check her out. It's like she's studying some new discovery. Should I put it in my flavor snout? Wait a second, I've seen this stuff before. Had he just won a Nickelodeon's Kids' Choice Award? Here we go. Jackets for the watch. Tiger with wings. The tiger, flames, and wings all in the same logo. It's like the Chinese symbol for shut up and dance. Michael, what are you doing? Who are these people? Damn it, Mom, stay out of my room. I'm sorry, Mima. I was trying to impress my friends. I was trying to be a big man. have this one scenario in my mind sexy asian housewife alone at night best call than watch and then she sucks okay well i'm also interested in that happening to me we're not gonna let glenview be ground zero for some alien invasion we can't trust anyone look at his face look at my face look at his face and listen to me look at him and listen to me look at me look at me look at him and understand me look at both of us but understand no one listen to my words and hear his face I found something. Nobody touches this ball until we figure out what it is. Whoa! Oh, jeez! That's terrible for the cow, but this thing's awesome. The first thing in war is lost is innocence. Yeah! Anything from outer space, kill it. Die! Die! This thing's a goner for sure. In the town of Glenview, Ohio, Evan Troutwig is an active participant in the community and senior manager of that local Costco store. His life is disrupted when the store's night security guard is murdered. Oh, and I will say, so last last week I ended, I'll cut this part, but last week I ended with NWA because of, you know, NWA, the greater good. Mm-hmm, Didn't realize mm-hmm. how much NWA was going to be in this movie, so clearly I can't end with that. <laughs> so much NWA. 
and the trailer kind of shows some of that stuff. But yeah, this movie had a great soundtrack. I absolutely. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like, I I had forgotten about all of the songs that were in it, and I was like, yeah. dude, these are fucking jams. Right between <laughs> yeah. NWA, you got Dr. Dre, you got uh, Centerfold coming in, like just mm-hmm. everything the whole time. I mean, right? This is this was definitely a good one. Yeah, you have your like early rap versus your like seventies rock, eighties rock going on. I was like, this is awesome. This was the yeah. main cast got a little got their hands in there a little bit, is what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. But yeah, so this opening scene, um, you know, we're opening up with this long space montage to help remind you, hey, this is a sci-fi movie. Um, but you know, you're going into Costco and you're just having goofy ass so it, I found Ben. So I think Ben Stiller is essentially the same character in almost everything he does. But this was a, a a nice marriage between Greg Fokker and uh, Zoolander. Like, oh, what? there was the very like, okay, I'm here to do my job. I'm very serious. But there was also some of those like almost like derpy moments. Those like very goofy facial mannerisms that he makes. I don't know. I just got very Zoolanderish vibes from some of the just like he's not stupid, but just. Oh. So I, I found Ben Stiller's character in this movie one of the probably I dislike this character more than any other movie that I've seen Ben Stiller in right and just because of of who I don't know this this person this this Evan Evan Troutwig right you know it just is and you know it's just one of these guys who like is a is a do gooder trying to like always do the right thing and trying to but like you know super super woke kind of kind of guy which i got nothing against woke but you know what this but like he is so much like i don't have any black friends but i'm in the market i got a prospect yeah, yeah. so it was you know, yeah that and cringy so shit. That, yeah <laughs> and that like you know i'm going to try to make you know we're all about diversity here in in glenview ohio which i mean i know that like you know jj you live in ohio and and so i'm sure there's it's it's this is this is which by the way there is it's not called Glenview Ohio it's uh, Glenview Heights but it's a <laughs> suburb of Cleveland and it is kind of like a, a more of a hoity-toity like uppity neighborhood oh I saw those houses but oh, yeah I mean I yeah I mean they they are kind of I I did I did a little bit of Google I've never been through Glenview Heights but. I did a little bit of Google mapping on some stuff, and I was like, okay, okay, yeah, we got some money. <laughs> That's what, okay. I'm, we're not even getting into the movie, and I'm jumping into this, but like, A, why they got a house that big with no kids? And two, is Costco managers pulling in that much coin? Because that was a big ass house. I also, think probably the, Costco managers made may pull in some decent coins. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they, they would make a lot of money, and I'd say a lot of money, quite a bit of money, but they also, you have to think about it, the. The cost of living up here is stupid cheap. But I mean, I'm still so, like, he can't. Is he sitting? Are their houses even bigger? Like, is he really sitting like top fifty percent of uh, salaries there? In I had a buddy of mine heights? who, I got a, a buddy of mine whose dad was a Costco manager in like a suburb of Chicago. They made, I mean, he made decent money. You know, now I don't know if they had that big of a house, but maybe the suburb of Chicago is a little more cost, uh, more cost more money than I don't know. But, but yeah. I mean, it was okay. Interesting. So, hmm. Hang on, let me drop my resume yeah. real quick. Yeah, <laughs> now we're all working at <laughs> school managers. No, they have to wear pants. I can't do that. 
team shorts. <laughs> but no, I, I I will I'll say this. I did get the um Greg Falker vibe. Um but I think more not I didn't get Zoolander vibe at all. No. Um but the kind of like douchey do gooder and I think really what it was was all the scenes where he's running. I I went to heavyweights when uh, Ben oh, Stiller God. was in heavyweights. I guess the the more Zoolander vibe I'm trying to connect there is more like like he said with the uh, cultural appropriate or like you know him trying to meet other people. Like obviously, you want to diversify. That's fine, but like to the extent that he was talking about it, how he's like actively pursuing, you know that that's where that kind of Zoolander like really are you that thick like just go make friends regardless of you know yeah. no yeah but i guess that's kind of where it came from like his like digging in too deep to almost like the eh, level but yeah he was yeah. very cringy to the point of like like his running club and he's like oh no and i have a korean neighbor Scorpion. and he's like yeah fun shower Scorpion, fun shower <laughs> he's like what like that is so freaking awkward right there you know it's like how awkward are you gonna be dude you know and like just that <laughs> awkward cringy guy who you know again is, is is involved wants to be involved in everything going on you know and and yeah, the running club and the Spanish table, whatever, you know, and the secretary, the, uh, in the city council, you know, all everything. And this is like, yeah, that dude, uh, I don't know, man, just kind of gets me a little bit. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I didn't, I don't, the, the football scene where he goes in at halftime and is oh. like, has his shirt, his sweatshirt, you know, no more murders. No murder. And, like, <laughs> All of this, it just, I, I wanted to just like sink into the couch and like cover my head. I was like, this is so fucking so, embarrassing. So uncomfortable, right? And he just didn't even, it's like, he, it's like that type of mentality of like, you know, like, yo, you know, yeah, did anybody else cry themselves to sleep last night? Yeah, I did. Laugh and <laughs> so, and just, just kind of touching on this, the, the security guard scene. Isn't that the dream? Rolling into work oh my God, in an yeah. abandoned Costco. Dude just turning up bottles, clearly. Ohio, wait, do they have liquor in your Costco's, JJ? Um, so, so, no, it depends. Uh, it depends one. on what county you're in because they only allow, like, one liquor store per county almost. Or one liquor store per town, excuse me. But, yeah, forklifting a freaking uh, lazy boy in front of all of those screens. Man. That dude has the life. He's in there smoking yeah. a J, stuff, you know, doing his own things like security guard at a Costco in freaking Nowhereville, Ohio. It's like lovely. <laughs> no, that that would be like the fucking job. Though. And it ended that quickly, as quick yeah, as he uh, enjoyed man. it. You know, I love his I love his proud to be American tattoo. It's like, oh, is that fresh? You need to cover that. <laughs> oh man. So the local police have no leads and show no interest in investigating further. Determined to find the killer and bring him to justice, Evan decides to form a neighborhood watch. All right, so I love that, right? That this whole, that part, right, is it kind of like almost blew me away, right? Because it has the scene, like, so yeah, Antonio goes through his, his whole, uh, he gets crushed, whatever. And then... You know, then they're showing like Evans at his house, right? With his wife, his wife's packing up. Oh, wants to go here, wants to go there. And then when I get home, we're going to, you know, uh, oh. so again, you can see how like 
how just very straight and narrow he is it kind of defies that of like she's like oh we'll do it on the kitchen floor and he's like well maybe in the bedroom and then we'll start and then move it to them you know it's like i like i just have to do things this certain way because i'm just very very straight and narrow yeah, um, he's never broken in the island before. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, but then, you know, interestingly to me, like he, she goes off to her, to the baby shower, whatever. And then he goes to work. The cops are already there. They never call him. They never, he, the freaking store manager and nobody ever called him to say, Hey, and then because who found Antonio? Somebody had to find him to call the cops. The cops just don't randomly show up at Costco's, right? And and just go search the place. No, um, they somebody had to find Antonio, call the cops, and then that nobody ever called the the assistant store manager, whoever opened the store, didn't call um, uh, you know him or whatever. I would have been pretty if you know I would have been pissed off about that, right? Who didn't book a call? You know, right? But then and and so. You know, and then they like have him go ID the person, which again, somebody else had to have been there. Whoever called him would have known. It's like, okay, what the hell, man? You know, so I found myself like getting really frustrated about that. So, oh, yeah. I managed a Starbucks for several years. And you know what? I got a call in the middle of the fucking night when they couldn't find a mop stick. You're telling me a dead body shows up and they're not calling the manager? Come on. Come on. Come on, right. But I look past it because we've okay. got tons of things to look at, you know, tons yes. of flaws in this. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. A lot of, lot of flaws. But, I mean, you also have to look at the cops and especially, like, the interview that the cop gives to the news crew, <laughs> which I was just losing my shit because he's like, you know what? It's not our fault. There's only eight of us and a thousand, <laughs> thousands of y'all. Maybe we should be looking at y'all. So, it's your fault that I'm this man I'm not pointing the finger at anybody, but... <laughs> I loved his, his partner. Come on, Chucho. Let's go, man. Chucho. Chucho was great. So at this point, he's uh, Ben Stiller's going into the, the high school, as we kind of touched on. He's, he's cringily bringing people in, starting this neighborhood watch. Uh, however, he only manages to recruit Bob, Vince Vaughn, a construction worker and loving father, Franklin, a high school dropout who dreams of being a police officer but failed the written, physical, and mental health tests. Then we got Jamarcus, a recent divorcee, looking to get back at it. <laughs> a recent British divorcee, right? So, uh, yes. and, uh, <laughs> oh, and you're a. Uh, he's also um, black. A great. He's great to be a part. We don't have one like you. God, it was scenes like that just kill me. That was so again so awkward of like, oh yes, you're the perfect person. You know, <laughs> I didn't know you would show up. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my thing about. Uh, and, and I, again, you know, yes, I love Vince Vaughn. Uh, we've said it before, right? A national treasure when it comes to this type of stuff. But his character in this show, right? In, in this show, in this movie, right? A Bob. He's actually kind of a cool guy, right? He's a, he's there at, at Costco. He's about to buy this huge 3D TV where he first meets, you know? The loud, and, obnoxious guy, overly yeah, aggressive. Just this kind bit. of like loud, funny, obnoxious, you know, he's very entertaining, stuff like that. So he, like, again, works this company, works this construction company. He builds this huge freaking man cave in his house, you know, and he has all of these, all these great toys and, and everything, um, you know, in, in this huge man cave. And it's just him and his wife and his daughter, right? And, but yet he has no friends. <laughs> there is nobody else that wants to hang out with this guy. Well, and he I, he is desperate for friends. 
Well, you see just the smallest things amuse him, right? You saw him with the nesting dolls. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, that scene, it was one of those, I'm like, all right, let's move on. Let's get this going. But then at the end of it, it's kind of like the doctor scene. By the time he pulled out the last one, just so amazed, like, so, like, mind blown. Oh, my God. Is oh, there one more? Oh my, is there going to be oh one more? <laughs> That's right. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Guys, look. There's a We're going to get one of these. Yeah. It was terrible and brilliant all at the same time. Terrible and brilliant. Yes. This, this I is loved his fascination so the watch members use this group as an excuse to drink and have fun much at evan's annoyance while driving on patrol they accidentally hit something they discover a strange metallic orb that acts as a highly destructive weapon and deduce that is some sort of alien origin meanwhile several more townspeople are mysteriously killed just i was gonna say right we just go back to like so they had formed this neighborhood watch Right to to like I say, Devin's chagrin. They're just fucking want to go party and go hang out at Bob's house, really. But I I did enjoy the relationship because again, you know, Vince Vaughn. He starts like with his the the nicknames and the the Evan Rue and the Frankfurter and the <laughs> Jamarky Mark, and he is just <laughs> throwing everything out. He's a bros bro. He's a bro. Yeah, bro right? I was about to say he he's and, the bro of all bros. And just... then he's gonna go overboard to to get these guys to to like him even more right i'm gonna to where i'm gonna buy um the 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 jacket see that's where you get the flaming tiger with wings jacket that, that you know um with their names on it he's like he goes and does that himself right because he's he wants this he's like like this desperate it's almost like this like little desperate kid like i want attention guys give me attention i need people to give me attention so i'm gonna go buy you this stuff and bring you to this great place to get help you know because i need this des- desperate for attention stuff but it know? almost i wish you- i wish one of y'all two were desperate for attention because i would kill <laughs> for a fucking jacket like that right those are so wheat <laughs> That's but it awesome. almost makes you wonder why, though. Like, yeah, you're like you right. said, he's he's got the great setup for just a cool hangout, you know, guys where they could just say every cuss word in the book and talk about penises, you know. And yeah. Well, I mean, he that. he he brings up you know every other scene that he's in. Well, not even every other, probably every one. He mentions his daughter. Like his family is his life. So I think that it's kind of the point of like. You know, he works construction. He's a, probably like a project manager, kind of. He's a contractor know, is what it says. Further, f- further up on the contractor list. But, I mean, he he spends time at work, and then he loves his family to death. And he, he has spent his entire life with his family. Now his, do- uh, his daughter is, you know, at that ripe age of 17, 16, 17, where it's like, now she doesn't want anything to do with family. She wants to go hang out with her friends all the time. And he feels alone, so he doesn't have anything else to do. And his wife, because we never see his wife, right? So we never see his wife. At the very end, I think we do. Yeah, you see her at the very end. Very end. But then, yeah, so his wife is always gone. She's never around. She's traveling a lot for work. He's, you're right, maybe that's, maybe that's it, right? He's now, he has dedicated so much of his life to to this to that work for his family and now yeah his wife has gone a lot and his daughter did what so now he's like oh shit now i'm lonely <laughs> hey steve no way no way it's like cats in the cradle in the silver spoon little 
<laughs> when you're coming <laughs> home, Dad, I don't know. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> Insert that awkward moment of Steve saying, let's start a podcast. <laughs> oh. Oh, shit. You guys are so damn mean. <laughs> We've spent a good amount of time here talking about two of the, uh, the better side characters here, but we haven't talked about, I think, one of the best characters in this movie so far. Jonah, Jonah Hill. Hill. Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill, his comedic timing, his his the way he latches onto Vince Vaughn, the way he just like puts him yeah. up on that pedestal instantly, just oh, you had to love it, just like his it so, felt yeah. it for him. You're right. It's like it's like he saw like Bob, like you're my idol, right? Like Bob's the big brother type. Like yeah, you're my the kind of guy I want, and I'm gonna do whatever you say, and and yeah, I'll be, he's like, becomes his like little, uh, uh, you know, there's like the, the, the spike, the bulldog, and then the little dog, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. like in the cartoons back in the old days, like, hey, Spike, what's up, Spike, what are you doing, Spike, you know, and, and uh, yeah, that little, he's like that little sidekick, the, the little chihuahua hanging out with the big bulldog, who's just like cruising through some stuff, so. You, you can definitely tell that Jonah Hill or Franklin, like, pretty much, probably grew up without a dad or any type of like male influence because he is just in love with how badass Bob is, which I can't say that I wouldn't be any different yeah. because I mean, Vince Vaughn is a national treasure and, <laughs> and he does so with nine and a half fingers too. That's gotta be impressive as well. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I actually saw that, uh, um, Jonah Hill turned down a uh, large part in Django Unchained to be in this movie. Uh, this was going to be only a few years after Superbad, so he thought this was going to be one of those movies that helped raise him up into uh, that, you know, that that superstardom of his career. But he still ended up pulling off that part in Django Unchained. Very small part, but uh, so that's interesting. Because so this was like I mean you know I've seen Jonah Hill in, in some other movies prior that you know yeah definitely Superbad introduced him but then some of the other movies like you know there was one like The Babysitter or something the Sitter like Twenty One yeah. Jump Street Moneyball yeah. he had a but bunch this, of them coming out this was like the one of the first ones that that where where it's like okay man he like really transitioned as far as like you know the weight and stuff like that into you know mm -hmm. and I was like man this this dude, he's like really kind of thin so he was I think this was on the one of the first movies I saw that he's really working it you know his his different body shape you know and and kind of like doing doing those things so I, I i was i enjoyed jonah hill's character definitely a lot well i mean you see him like he's like the first time you see him in the movie he's wearing that you know like older vietnam army jacket <laughs> and he's obviously in his you know mid to late 20s or portrayed as <laughs> supposed to be and, and yeah <laughs> And he's at a high school football game. Right, right. That he and he dropped ends out up, of. <laughs> yeah, that he, he dropped out of. And he ends up, like, choking out a high school-aged kid. <laughs> he's just correcting him. It's so, well, yeah. But, I mean, it's at that, that point, it's like, okay, there's a red flag, there's a red flag, and here's more red flags. But right. he is fucking hilarious. Oh. So this is part of the movie where, you know, they get to, uh, they're in the car, they end up hitting what they think is, uh, shit, I don't even remember what they thought it was. Octopus. Octopus, that's right. That's right. It must have yeah. been a crate going to a Chinese restaurant. Octopus <laughs> fell off and they hit it. Or worst case scenario, hit a Chinese man eating octopus. <laughs> He's going to go to jail. God, so 
so stupid. Like you just you chuckled but along this, with them. But this is this is where like I was talking about earlier. They were like Vince Vaughn, just run with it. Let Bob play Bob. And he just took the script, threw it out the window, and the first thing that came to his mind was like, I don't know, maybe it's a Chinese man that was eating octopus, and he got <laughs> hit by the car. Oh, I keep derailing us, but I also read that originally this first script was written as a, it was supposed to be a teen sci-fi. It was supposed to be a PG-13, um, not as uh, grotesque as it kind of turned into, and that's when Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg jumped on, kind of helped with the rewrites, and that's where we w- went with... Uh, saying fuck every other word and every penis joke and suck my dick joke that you could possibly think of. Because that was the trending comedy in the early... <laughs> there was I mean, quite a bit of that in this one, yes. You're right. If this was if this was a teen like comedy drama about aliens, it would have flopped even harder than this movie did to begin True. with. So, right. Truly. Yeah. We got yeah, a, I, a lot of... I, I, I definitely agree. And Brian, you're absolutely right, right? And it seems like, I don't know why, but like every, like especially with Jonah Hill, all those movies, they're always going to have some kind of like penis. They're going to be drawing penises. They're going to be penis jokes. You know, everything. But yeah, it's uh, this one was like almost over the top with some of that stuff. Yeah, but, I think uh, penis jokes were peaking right about here. And this is where we started <laughs> coming in a little bit more culturally aware with the uh, suck my dick jokes, you know. I still yeah. think they're absolutely hilarious, oh, so I will start <laughs> dropping them even more. That's just the timing, JJ. You're going to be the 60-year-old kid, that you know, 60-year-old guy that makes fun of his grandkids. Yeah, fuck off, suck my dick. But you know what? Shut your cocksucker. Early, <laughs> early army. You know, so when they hit that, when they hit that, that thing, and then they find the orb, right? And they're in front of Arley Ermy's house or, or Manfred's house, right? Manfred Salisbury. They're in front of Manfred's house, and he rolls out there, and he is just berating the shit out of them. And uh, I was like, okay, that's great. Now, JJ, I don't know if you know this, right? I know Brian does, but Arley Ermy was my dad's real drill instructor. Before he went off to Vietnam, because yeah, oh no so, shit. And do you know what his character's name was in uh, Full Metal Jacket? Yeah, Gunnery Sergeant Hartman. Yep. Oh no nice. shit! Yeah, look at all those. <laughs> Full circle oh, the, there. Yeah, made the connection. <laughs> <laughs> this was actually his uh, his last movie too. His last um, last filmed piece that he did. Oh yeah, hmm. that was crazy. But uh, but, but yeah, so him he was just damn, that's uh, fucking crazy. It, it, Sorry. Cool. No, no, no. It's no. just a, a little, fun little fact. fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. So just to you know to see him, just watching him, just break the shit out of him. So then here's the thing, right? So they leave and steal the orb. All right. So he's because he's like you know Joni Hill's like hey take that take that take that ball take that shiny ball. <laughs> so he steals it, <laughs> and then they go to some farm. Right. So I, I, I don't know what like Ohio's like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, no, mm-hmm. not ever just driven through, but but not really spending much time there. But um, but I can't imagine that like you could just drive to somebody's farm, set up this orb out in the field and shoot a cow, shoot tractors and shoot hay bales. And nobody's going to fucking know anything. Well, I it just... looks like the entire farm. This was some small. <laughs> yeah retirees like home and yeah. <laughs> just obliterated yeah. everything like a shed or a, a shack or whatever you know they they blew up that the cow again the tractor the hay everything right in this little farm with their headlights on and their vehicle and they just like nobody comes out there you're like what the hell is going on what are you doing on my farm it's like i don't know right but no place i've ever lived where you're gonna really be able to do just kill somebody's cow like that i don't know it's just kind of weird no, yeah, like, no, like, I mean, there's, I'm trying, I'm going through my mind right now, 
of it's a dangerous like, place to be. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> of the area and trying to think of like, is there a spot that you could do that? But I mean, there's really, I mean, there's always like, there's always some type of back road, no matter where you're at, that you would be able to, you know, do some mischief. Sure. But, but still, but, thing, I didn't realize how expensive those heifers were. I was like six, seven, eight hundred dollars, <laughs> you know? Um, no, I mean, like that, I mean, that was like a, just a Holstein dairy cow, but it's like, I don't really, yeah, I can't think of a place, you're right, Steve, where you could just pop off and blow shit up and not have anybody, whether it's, you know, Farmer Fred or the Amish just coming out after you. <laughs> and the way they go about launching this weapon, too. Hey, get over here. Stick your whole fingers in these holes. Like, really? You're right. That, uh, that little, again, the cringy, hey, come on. We got to finger this ball. It's like, what? <laughs> oh, God. You see the character that we're discussing really start to be apprehensive about yeah. all of these ideas yes. and then you have guys like bob who's like fuck it we're doing it and <laughs> naturally you know franklin follows him 100 percent because bob's the cool guy bob's doing all the cool shit so franklin's gonna do it and even even you know goody good goody two shoes evan troutwig is like fuck it this is fun let's do it right all right so so they've got the orb right people are dying <laughs> Well, this is where they, they get the call, right? The disturbance at the football field. They've got to go to the football field. Let's go figure it out. Well, what do they find when they get there? Nothing but those shitheads throwing eggs at them. And God, the, the sense of accomplishment that you see from these guys when they tackle the shit out of a 17-year-old and drug his ass to the cop station, just, here you go, officer. He's yours. You handle this now. Huh? They, they were staking out Costco. That's when they... You yeah, know, got the call. Well, they, yeah. they got they got the tickets from the cops for drinking in the car, which is I thought I'd laugh my ass off at that. And then you know the also the fine for hanging flyers hang up without a flyers. permit. But yeah. then yeah, then they get the call. Go to the police station, or yeah, go to the football field, and then that's when they get egged. And I fuck, I was cracking my shit up when they roll them into the police station and they start you know. Giving him the, the fucking second degree burn of this and this and this and just you no know, look at me. Look at his face and hear my voice. Look at look at look at me and hear no one. <laughs> that yeah. whole confusing fucking. Look at like, both of us and hear stuff. nothing. Like <laughs> all of that. Just it, yeah. And the cops, you yeah. know, the the kids like so. Am I in trouble? And the cops like get the fuck out of here. Like we don't even want. <laughs> Were you going to give me a ride at least? Right fuck no. <laughs> yeah, this isn't a fuck. We're not chauffeurs. Get the fuck out of here. And then, so yeah, then that's when, then later on they go, uh, they, they go out to, to Manfred's, right? Because they're driving along after that, after the cop, right? That's when they hit, that's when they hit the same, and then they find the orb. Now, after they go find the orb, right, then they go back to Bob's house. And... And this was the another weird scene to me, right? They start they're they're game planning the next events, right? They're game planning the next events of of infiltrating Manfred by dressing up Franklin as a female, 
and about like, all right, so I'm willing to go to second to second base, but maybe third, but I can't do invisible. Okay, so we need to kind of like establish how far are you willing to go with this? So he can't go inside of me, but I'll go inside of him. <laughs> Just, again, the cringiness, that, the dick jokes, the... Yeah, that whole cringy, just like, oh, God. But which ultimately <laughs> served no purpose, them having that that scene, other than for, for nothing, because they never really carried out those plans. Because then the whole, like, the whole next day, right, they... They, I don't even know what they were doing like the next day, but they were like um, not really doing anything, right? They had those plans, and that's where Vince Vaughn and Ben Stiller had that little meeting in the in the park, yeah, yeah. talking about yeah. his infertility. Poor right. guy, right? Sterile. Yeah. So that, actually, not that, that poor was guy. Like that, happens, that next no day, deal. right? Happens yeah, to the because... best of us. You put too many laptops on your lap, and it just cooks <laughs> out the the good stuff. Yeah, because that's like like Bob or no uh, Evan goes home. And that's when he meets his neighbor across the street. Well, that's one who, of the times, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, but like his first meeting, he's like, yeah, I just moved in. You have nice skin. And like, you know, like, <laughs> oh, you like men's health quarter. That's I can't right. remember what the yeah. magazine it is. But he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, look at you. All nice and fit. Mm, mm. <laughs> and, you know, he's just kind of like, what the fuck? And then, yeah, the next day they he ends up meeting up with uh, with bob to because bob wants to talk about his daughter being you know right right because yeah, yeah after they made those plans then that whole next day right it's like the scenes of like yeah you know uh bob like scoping out his daughter's facebook page uh you know and then uh then like you know approaching her with that you know uh, uh evan's house with the 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 crime board where he's like start to track everything with this crime board stuff you know and so and then they have that meetup because yeah bob's like all right hey so meet me here at the park because again i'm lonely bob and i don't have anything else going on so we're gonna sit here at this park bench and drink and just bullshit right on the middle of the day on a wednesday because i don't have to be at work so, well i don't even know if it's the middle of the day because it must have been it, it must looked, have it been looked- Oh, I just seen up. It was. I mean, yeah, the sun was still up though. Yeah, but it must have been like dusk-ish because it was. It was evening hours. It looked be- like yeah, it was because right as they they are like you know have that talk. That's when he gets a call from Manfred right to say, "Are you on my roof? <laughs> are you so, motherfuckers dancing on I, my roof?" <laughs> yeah. So he's like, "Oh shit! Well, let's go out to Manfred's. Call the watch, you know." And and so yeah, that's when they they respond back out to Manfred's house. And by the time they get there, it's fucking dark. So Evan kills it apparently with a with a lawn gnome before the group returns with the creature back to Bob's house. Okay, so another one. Here we go. Oh, so <laughs> I don't know, right? Evan and Bob show up at Manfred's house, right? And because they they ride up in Bob's in Bob's truck. And so, you know, Jamarcus and um, Franklin are already there, like peeking in his windows, you know, and they have no idea. So they show up, they get there, it's already dark, and now they split up because now Jamarcus goes with Evan and they, Bob and Franklin, go off to go do the thing. But then, right, see the alien, give him the gum, rah, freak out, you know, and then smack him with the, with the gnome. And then the next scene, they're back at Bob's house. With this freaking alien. Big alien at that. Big alien. 
covered up in a chair and bob and franklin have no idea so not how the not fuck only is... any chair it's his three thousand dollar massage chair yes yeah. from massagechairs.com so, so how did like i mean evan rode with bob there then they just said okay fuck it we're not going to tell them we're just hey guys just meet back at bob's house and don't tell them about the alien that we're going to surprise them with in this fucking three thousand dollar chair we're going to cover up and we're going to be like this big reveal like what the fuck like you didn't call those guys right away it's like we just fucking killed an alien come on let's fucking like drag this no they just or, they hey, want to keep it a secret for the big reveal yeah or hey bob we're going to leave you there because we need to take your truck to drop something off at your house we're going to tell you what <laughs> yeah but once you guys get back to walking back to your place it to your truck <laughs> Let me show you what I got gooping up in your chair. It looks like a Nickelodeon slime <laughs> yeah, award went off in the chair, right. you know? We're going to fucking, like, you're going to the big, ta-da! And, uh, bam, he wakes up. Trashes Bob's hard work. And proceeds to tell them that there we're we everywhere. are. We are among you. Yeah, so, which is funny. I love the Funny. the extra added to with the the slime goo. It's very cum consistency. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God, like that, really, guys. Again, that was like over the all over the top with that type of like, mm. and then like mm, the color, the taste, the texture. He's <laughs> like, what, what? You know, it's like yes, that's cum. The color. It's like, oh my God. That's, yeah. Yeah. Well, we in, to- in in like, you know, since Brian already ruined or spoiled the little Jamarcus. Surprise! You know, whenever they're they're back in Bob's house and Jamarcus like cuts his hand open, everybody's looking at it like in disbelief. Like, wait, what is that? What is he doing? Like, what's going on? And they see the green, they see all this, and then he like reaches out and Bob touches it. And he's like, "It's come," and then it's like it all clicks for everyone. It's the come feeling. Yeah, yeah. That finally gets everybody to go, "Oh shit." So keeping along with the with the whole like uh, yes the the jizz the jizz piece is that uh, you know when the alien comes alive right wakes up and is like beating the shit out of him and then leaning over Franklin and just like dripping <laughs> he got that my mouth. And he's like oh, he got goo he got goo in my mouth they're like I can taste the goo and he's like he just came in and then later on he came in my mouth you know this alien came in my mouth it was like oh it came on my face or whatever it's just like oh my god. It's like how how much more can we get with this? It's crazy. Oh man! So at this time, our, our boys are shaken. They don't know what's up. They're they're sitting at Costco. They're they're world shaken. Um, but Evan suspects that one of his neighbors is an alien due to his strange stiff way of speaking, and because he always seems to be watching him. As so <laughs> that's that's a good, another. I love. Actually, I did enjoy the scene where they are like suspecting everybody. You know, mm-hmm. and it starts to show all the people that they're suspecting. And like, you know, even the Chinese lady, the Korean lady tried to spray him. And he's like, oh, what the fuck? She's just like, oh, fun shower. <laughs> so, you, know, you see the confusion on her face. And uh, and then like Franklin in his, like in his army fatigues with his butterfly knife watching the old people in the park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all the creepy. old people are doing fucking like Tai Chi, tai chi. And, shit. Yeah. And, and he's, he's like, just like 
<laughs> you see Bob watching his uh, his daughter's boyfriend buying uh, the, the Magnum condoms. The ma- right? That's what, yeah, they get to Costco. They're watching him with those the Magnums. Like nobody, nobody has a you know needs those Magnums. And they're like trying. Yeah, Bob. Actually, that you know they wouldn't sell them if people. Didn't. <laughs> like, I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna rip his dick off. He's like, oh, you, and Franklin. Yeah, yeah, you 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 need two hands there, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> That's, okay, I kind of cracked up with that one. Well, you're going to need two hands there, Bobby. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God, yeah. As the watch scouts the neighbor's house, Bob learns that Chelsea is at an unsupervised party with Jason. Bob disobeys Evan's orders and rushes to the party with Franklin. Bob prevents Jason from ra- raping Chelsea, but Jason beats him until Franklin intervenes. <laughs> Which again? So go back, like when they're gonna leave. Well, for one thing, like uh, they they go to the house, all four of them. Well, again, we now we talked about the scene to where like they walk in and Evan's wife is on the table, like spread, basically spread eagle in this outfit, ready like, to with go his, with his jacket on, saying, mm-hmm, "Come on in." And then everybody else walks in and is like, "Wow, whoa!" Where she freaks out. I love her. Like the little one saw everything. <laughs> 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 yeah so oh man but you can see the tension like in their marriage you know and that that sh- that he still has that secret from her you know after he reveals to bob about being being sterile and uh um but yeah you know then bob's outside you tell her the truth she's like what the fuck <laughs> be a truth teller <laughs> so it's like oh man like shut the fuck up dude it's like, oh, right but uh all he's trying yeah. to be is a good friend though he's just trying to help him out <laughs> push him is. over the edge push him off the cliff then so i love it like bob gets that call you know, ah, oh, no, you can't go to Mandy's house. She's a whore. <laughs> you know, are her parents going to be there? No, hell no. You know, and then so he's like, okay, well, I'm going to go. And and then Franklin's like, you know, basically, you know, he's like, he says, well, we need to split up. I'll take Franklin. And he's like, I'm way ahead of you, buddy. Because <laughs> you know? so, oh, yeah. again, again, little Spike is going to, he's going to go with Spike. Hey, Spike, you know, it's like, whatever you need, man. I'm, and I love that they leave and he's on the back of his truck hanging on. Like, all right, let's go. <laughs> Franklin was the best. Like, he always had Bob's best intentions at his, like, that's the first thing he thought. He's like, all right, what can I do to help Bob? And then it was, you know, what about Franklin? Like, he. Yeah, yeah. What about you Bob? don't find first. anything. Okay, easy there. We're not going that movie here. <laughs> Don't you dare put it on the wheel either. We're not watching that shit. <laughs> but yeah, Franklin, just like devoted, a diehard loyal. He may not be mentally there, physically there, or all those other things you need in a person, but you know what? He's loyal. He's loyal. He is, he is like the most loyal character in this entire movie. And you got to love to, you know... I love that Bob showed up to the party like, hang on, Franklin, we can't go in there. It's your high school career. We're going to fuck it all up. And then he sees her in that situation. He throws all that out the window. He's like, fuck it. There's my daughter. We're, you know, we're going to go save her. And, you know, you got that little no means no scene that, you know, the aliens weren't taught that in their school. But then it comes down to that scene where, you know, the boyfriend and Bob go toe to toe. And you're like, oh, shit, Bob's going to wreck some shop here because this Vaughn's a big guy. But this yeah. this kid, he's got to be at least 6'5", 6'6", because he looked taller than Vince Vaughn. And 
the first time I watched it, it threw me off so much when you just see all of a sudden Vince Vaughn take the headbutt and then just thrown through the door. I'm like, oh shit, he's yeah. not even going to put up a fight. He's just going to get his ass whipped. Which, uh, you know, an alien, it makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you're right. <clears throat> Initially seeing this kid kick Vince Vaughn's ass, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and you, you feel nothing but sorry for the guy. He was there standing up for his daughter as a dad and got his ass whipped, but you know... Franklin whipped out that butterfly, said, fuck all of you except for those twins over there. They got my number. Yeah, his, his, <laughs> his whole out. encounter with the twins, I was fucking cracking up the whole time. He's just like, I feel, I feel like a triplet because <laughs> we, we have this connection. And I, I, feel like, I feel like we have this sexual connection as triplets together. Like this whole thing that is just like, wait. Which was so so fucked up, just like his his perception of things, of of like you know reading the reading the room, you know Franklin. I'm not gonna read, but like later on, you know when they're uh, when they're at the Costco and him like kissing (laughs) kissing Evans' wife. (laughs) What the fuck? Oh Oh, shit! But yes, in that small high school party scene, we go from sexual assault to borderline incest. You know, just all the great things for a high school party, right? But I think I think that right. was yeah. I mean, it, it really is. But I think that was probably like really the scene that that Bob. You know, he gets what he's always wanted, and that's you know his daughter to really love him, respect him, and all of this shit. Yeah. And I think that really brings him back in with. Evan, later. that wholesome feeling, absolutely, yeah, tugs at your heartstrings. Well, meanwhile, Evan and Jamarcus investigate the odd neighbor alone, discovering that he hosts an orgy in his basement. And okay, so a quick little callback to when Jamarcus shows up to the watch. You know what, guys? I'm just here to show up, but I've always had the dream of an Asian woman walking up and sucking my balls. So okay, of course, I picture it like this: the Asian housewife. She's bored. She gets called in the middle. I get a call in the middle of the night. I show up. <laughs> And then Franklin, I want that too. <laughs> just like one of those, like, what are you watching on the internet, man? Like, what, what do you think's going to happen? But I, I can't knock it. His dream came true. They showed up to this orgy. And another side note, uh, the director, did you guys know who the director was for this movie? No. It's one of the guys from The Lonely Island who in this orgy scene, you see, um, what's his name? Sam... Uh, Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg and the other two guys from Lonely Island. They're all three in the middle during the orgy what? scene. What? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, yes. I'd never noticed the three oh, of them before man. until I this. had no idea. But yeah, one That's of the crazy. guys, he's actually the director for this movie. Um, but yeah, we figure out why he's got all the batteries. Bad, <laughs> just... <laughs> that makes sense why he has all the batteries when you see the table full of, uh, yes, vibration <laughs> devices. <laughs> So I actually had my fiance watching this movie with me, and then it, it, it hit that point, and she was like, and I'm going to go take a shower. Well, she made it an hour. That's longer she's made yeah. all the other movies. No, it's not bad. <laughs> Maybe one day she'll finish a movie with us, JJ. One day. Yeah. <laughs> so when Bob returns, he and Evan argue over who is putting his daughter above the watch. Bob is fired from the watch after saying Evan has no friends because he tries to control everything. Evan goes home and admits his infertility to Abby, who accepts the news and tells them that they will work things out. Which I I loved that scene because you know it's 
it's his wife and her best friend and there and she's like well maybe he just masturbates too much have you noticed any blisters or any like anything on his dick and she's like no i don't i haven't looked but no i don't think so and it's just like <laughs> way out left field then he just walks in and he's like he's i'm like, sterile he and she's just in, like yeah. Cool, I'm out. Like she just poured herself a glass of wine and she's like, Nope. Sets it down, hits the front door, and she oh. is never to be seen again. Freaking great. Even I guess right before this scene too, we have you know the divorce and the and the watch. And the best part of any divorce is the custody battle, of course. Because then there we have Franklin sitting there and Vince Vaughn's, come on, let's go get you some pudding. You know, you got Ben Stiller. No, come with me. Franklin, fucking get in the house right You know, just don't tell him what to do, but Franklin, get in the house right now. Let's get you some pudding. Yeah, yeah. Evan treating him like a dog the whole time. He's like, he's like, come here. Come here, boy. Come here. Who's who's a good Franklin? Come on. And he's like, I don't know where to go. I don't know where to go. Jonah Hill's face, just that whole, like, literally looks like a dog. Just, what do I do? Where do I go? Great. Who do I love the most? You know, it's almost one of those things. Yes, absolutely. So Evan then receives an urgent call from Jamarcus, who who confesses that he is one of the aliens, but has decided to side with the humanity after experiencing human culture and oral sex. No, just not oral sex, but just sucking on the balls. Yeah, it was just the ball sucking. Just the ball sucking is the the whole convincing thing. I mean... Like this is th- th- this is like the key moment where it's like the shocker, like holy shit, we didn't see that coming. We saw it coming all along, but I mean, like I said earlier, it's that stupid part where it's like they see him cut his hand, <clears throat> they see the green goop, but it's not until Bob feels the texture of the cum <laughs> that it's all eye opening. And even like, I mean, you have Abby in the background; she's like. She's like, oh, he's cutting himself. Wait, what is that? And she's like not even understanding what's going on. She's like, this is what you guys do down here? <laughs> because, I mean, Evan was just about to tell her about, you know, the aliens. And there, there's actually alien life out there. And they are invading Ohio right now. Like, he doesn't get to tell her this. It jumps straight into like, oh, now Jamarcus is an alien. And his blood feels like cum. But like, I mean, really, how do you explain that to somebody without just being like, right. fuck it, here's the proof, you know? So the funny thing, I thought, like, you know, Jamarcus Todd, like, you know, says all that stuff, and they're like, wait, you killed Antonio? Oh, no, that was Flet Rock. That guy's yeah. an asshole. <laughs> That's Flet Rock. He's a cunt. He's a cunt. <laughs> and That's right. just moving on, like... <laughs> I'm going to have to put an uh, expletive rating on this episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so he warns the group the aliens are building a transmitter be- beneath the Costco store, which will summon their armada to destroy the Earth. I want to say I love that he, he does this, and he's like, he's like, or you could leave now and go to the desert and live about the rest of your life happily in a cave. It'll be good. It's yeah, great. you can like, live in the cave and crevices uh, and live moderately well, good for the rest of your for life. At least a year. <laughs> <laughs> so Bob Franklin, Evan, and Abby arm themselves and infiltrate the Costco to destroy the transmitter. So I, I didn't know where to take this because the day and age we live now, but Franklin is borderline that 
uh, he's that Costco shooter. He's that, uh, some uh, kid who failed the cop test flips over his mattress and he's got a mini militia going on right under there. <laughs> Welcome to the Rust Belt, everybody. Oh my God. Well, I mean, I was, I was kind of laughing at it just because like you, you're at Bob's house and Bob pulls out his, you know, pistol and. Franklin automatically is like, oh, that's a cute, you know, like 10 millimeter. I think he, I think it's a SIG. I can't remember, but he's like, oh, that's a cute 10 millimeter SIG. He's like, let me show you something real. And oh, then he flips shit. his mattress open and it's like, a, you know, a couple of shotguns, but then more pistols. And so it's like, okay, yeah, you have more guns, but are they really better? Like, it made me almost not like Franklin as much because I'm like, oh, right. this is what you are. You're that, uh, you get on Facebook, get a little too pissed off. <laughs> so I was like, what? God, on Franklin, not under. So the watch was great for Franklin. <laughs> Kept him from going off and doing well, these yeah. things that people make choices of. But it's like, oh, God, I kind of, it's, yeah. it was but hard to fun, root for him. The funny part, though, he's, <laughs> he walks up there, walking up to his house, he busts in the door, and he walks by his mom sitting on the couch, just flipping her off. <laughs> just, he just yeah, rolling just, by, just like, ain't say, he ain't saying shit. Just walking by, here comes his group of posse, his posse behind him, and here's just the, the bird coming out, just like, and nothing. It's like, what the fuck? Is the best going part, on? though, was, was the interaction as they left. As yeah. he's telling, fuck off, mom, we're leaving. Mom, mom, I'm just, I'm trying to be a big man, okay? Just let me be a big man in front of my friends, okay? I'm sorry, I'll be home before 10. You know, his little just, oh, it was great, you know? I got to do that with Alyssa. I'll be drinking a little bit, playing some zombies with the boys, and yeah, I got to peacock a little bit. She knows. As soon as I hit mute on the mic, she smacks me upside of the head. We go back to our day, you know? It's no big deal. Well, I mean, I, I, I will vouch for Brian like he is telling the truth in this scenario. He, he tries to act big and bad, but sadly, his friends know his wife and that she runs the show anyway. So It's not my fault. Our balls are Which a little we, bigger. It's not my fault. We, we constantly remind him of that as well. <laughs> but it, it's really like at this, at this point in the movie where you kind of see that, like, yeah, Franklin is fucking dysfunctional as shit. And... What? Yeah. And and then like you kind of like that's when I it really clicked with me that Franklin doesn't have any other friends. He has his mom oh, and his gun boy. collection. Or role model. And, Where's his dad? Well, yeah, and that's that's why he takes to Bob because he doesn't have a father figure. Bob doesn't have any friends because he just you know has his family. Evan doesn't even have a family. He just has himself and his clubs. And then Jamarcus is an alien, and so he obviously doesn't have anybody. Oh, Evan's got the blanks that he's shooting too. Oh, oh yeah, the bucketful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bucketful. <laughs> Oh, oh man, we need a woman on this podcast. <laughs> too, too much. Uh. So Evan and Franklin attempt to disarm the transmitter, but are surrounded by aliens. And this is where this this fight scene goes off in Costco. And you remember a little bit. Oh shit, this is a sci-fi movie. This is supposed to be a little bit uh, less dick jokes. And uh, I enjoyed the little montage there. You know, the uh, the shooting them in the penis, shooting them in the head. They realize that's that's where you kill them. When, like, Franklin called them to say that, oh, Evan Troutman's the killer, you know, and he's going to kill us. And to trying to trick the cops to get to Costco to well, help them. there's only them. eight of them. So, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's hard to get some of the force there. 
<laughs> right, right. But but luckily, Chucho, <laughs> Chucho shows up. I just love Chucho. I mean, he's like, how can you, how can you Chucho not? was the wholesome character in the whole movie. Like, he maybe says, like, three words I the entire movie. He, does, yeah. he says it right here. In the eyes, it's all in the eyes. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, like like you have you have Frank uh, or not Frank? Uh, Fra- Frank and Beans. Will <laughs> Will Frank and Beans? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but you, you have Will. Fuck, what is his last name? The only thing he says is, "Yeah, you write Chucho," and then you look over, and then here comes a fist through Chucho with his heart in his hand. Detroit. <laughs> And then Will Forte is like trying to shove the heart back in. He's like, Chucho, I need you to live. And he's going to like give him full blown CPR. <laughs> Shoving the Vince, heart back into his chest. Vince Vaughn's like, well, uh, hey, buddy, his, his heart was completely removed from his body. I don't think he's coming back from that one. He's like, he'll live. <laughs> And then they have to smack his ass to like go straighten him up. <laughs> and then here comes here comes now now Franklin kind of like like giving him the no shit talk right here right Here's straighten again. up. That, that's, that's your suburban night uh, like suburban like you know neighborhood where no trouble ever happens so the cops never see any action and of course don't know how to act in a time of crisis. That's right. I love the. Oh, go ahead, bro. Okay. I was just gonna say, like, when they kill that 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 alien after it killed Chucho, just the the firing, pop, pop, and then Vince Vaughn comes in a pop, and then Ben Stiller, pop. It just again one of those scenes that just goes on. You're like, when will this end? But that last shot, it was kind of funny, you know. Well, I mean, it's it's to me, it's like a it's a it's who's got the bigger dick battle because Evans trying to be you know the watch leader, he's fucking just has to have the last shot but then bob is like no i'm not gonna give you the last shot i'm taking the last shot we got his I'm ass kicked over i'm a ass stubborn ass asshole like he got his ass kicked by a high schooler you know he needs a little bit to pick him up yeah but down into the basement they go you've got uh i keep calling him ben Stiller. i can't remember his damn name evan evan evan's climbing the top he's gonna go save the world he's gonna take off the ball off the transmitter he's gonna save it well they can't there's too many aliens but guess who shows up Jamarcus arrives and saves the pair, revealing Shoot that him in the balls. <laughs> revealing that the aliens' brains are located in the crotch. Bob kills Jason by ripping off his penis. <laughs> Evan discovers the transmitter is powered by the metallic orb and removes it, disabling the machine. More aliens arrive, forcing the group to flee. The watch uses the metallic orb to dis- destroy the Costco, killing all the aliens inside. So I love how like Jamarcus announces like the brains are in their dicks. Like, you know, shoot them in the dicks. It'll kill them. And that, like, Bob's, like, getting choked out by the foot. And he's, like, looks up and he sees the kid's dick. That sounded wrong. But, you know. What we think is a kid. It's not a kid. It's yeah, an alien. It's not a kid. He's an, an alien. alien. He's but, alien I mean, like, the, the camera the camera is, is on the crotchal region. And it goes back to Bob. And he's, like, just so hesitant. It's like, dude. You're getting your ass kicked again by this guy. You're about to die. Like what? By any means necessary, get after it. And he just kind of is just like, mm, mm, like grabs it and then just rips. And then, I mean, you have the famous one-liner of, "I only did it with one hand." <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, you got to think like. 
me myself personally, I've never been in a fight, but the crotch, it's always in play, right? When you're, oh, your, life's, your life's in danger or you feel like it's in danger, the crotch has to be in play. I am not above ripping Steve, a Steve, you're off. quiet again. That's all right. <laughs> I've seen plenty of movies where people like are are fighting or whatever else are coming up like you know it's like man why is it never the first move right if somebody's threatening you you're going right for the you should go right for the job <laughs> like, that's oh it. yeah that's, Dick that's it right? eyes boom done right <laughs> and so it was like yeah i mean you're gonna end a fight if somebody's trying to be a bad man right <laughs> step up they're trying to be a man hey you know you kick somebody in the junk that that's it it's done Right, I mean, not even a guy. A a big a lady comes at me, starts whipping my. I'm gonna knock her in the hood, you know. (laughs) I mean, my 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 dad had that discussion with me, like when I was, you know, like uh, in high school and stuff like that. He's like, "You're gonna fight. There's no such thing as a clean fight. You fight to win." And I was always like, "Okay, you know." Red Foreman had the same discussion with Eric Foreman. I've been watching that '70s show lately, (laughs) but he he has the same discussion with Eric. He's like. He tells him, he's like, he's like, you always want to be, you know, he's like, go for the nose and then knee him in the groin. Like just <laughs> constantly like telling him, like hit him in the dick. That's always what you're going to do. That's, that's what you should. I mean, it's like, it's like somebody's going to step up and look, oh, hit me, hit me. Boom. Right there in the jungle. Right. That's it. Right. My boss in high school, who was a sheriff's deputy as well, always told me, keep your golf clubs in your car because you never know when you're going to have to use them. And always carry a <laughs> shitty club in your car, or in, uh, or in your golf bag too, because you throw that after you kick a guy's ass, you throw that shitty club down by his you know limp body, and when the cops come, you tell them, hey, he attacked me with a golf club, so I had to come at him. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, but you got to be willing to sacrifice that golf club. I was like, I've always remembered that, and I've always been like, okay, so here we go. Yeah, that's crazy. That's funny, but well, but if you keep your golf clubs in your car, then your car gets stolen, like Brian, and then so you know you don't have any golf clubs because your car gets stolen, you get it a week later. They didn't just steal my golf clubs. They stole the floor mats. They stole the fuses from the dashboard. They stole everything out of them. They stole the freaking instruction booklet. I didn't know when I got my oil changed last. I was screwed. But you did get some children's homework. Yeah, that was weird. A pair of underwear. Not the child's underwear. Make that sure. This was random boxers. Yes, please, please make sure that's known. So in the epilogue, Evan and Abby rekindle their passion and adopt a daughter. Bob is closer to Chelsea and accepts her new boyfriend, who is intimidated by the stories of how Bob killed Jason. Franklin is finally accepted by the Glenview Police Department, and Jamarcus continues participating in the secret neighborhood orgies. The group maintains the watch, continuing to protect Glenview from criminals and aliens. Nice little bow on the, on the movie, you know? Cleaning us up nicely. That's right. Yeah, it's interesting because you're right. You know, like that that whole ending part. They're all wrapping it up. They're trying to. I like the the epilogue part. You know that the the Breesman, You know the Will Forte, the cop. He's now bringing out. You know Evan Coffee. Uh, you know the yeah the couples are a couple get together. They have the little the little daughter and stuff like that. So it does make a nice little little bow tie a little bow around this movie. So interesting i mean you get you, you get 
Bob there, and yeah, his his daughter's boyfriend's like, did your dad really like rip Jason's dick off? And she's like, yeah, yeah, he did. And you know, he's like, I'll have her home by ten thirty. And Bob's like, midnight's fine. Don't worry. Like, go have fun. Like, he's finally accepted that his daughter isn't just a you know a whore trying to you know go about town. She's living her life. She's having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's. It's the final ending that they found friendship, and they're each better off. You know Bob has an alien penis up on his mantle in his man cave, though, right? You oh, know it's, just, it's hanging there from a hook. I think it's in a jar, right? It's yeah, in a jar no, it's, of formaldehyde on display. Oh, no, not Bob. It's, 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 it's like the Rasputin with a light dick in a museum. <laughs> right there. Has the light underneath shining on it. <laughs> Well, everybody, this is the part of the pod where we bust out our too much meter. Our too much oh. meter is how we how we judge these great movie night movies. Uh, we do our uh, our scale on a zero to eight slice pizza. You know, a an eight slice pizza being a happy ending. You know, adopting a daughter even though you you're shooting blanks, <laughs> fixing your marriage with great communication, um, and you know, finally getting into the police force. That's an eight slice movie or a zero slice movie is like getting green alien goo in your mouth. Just not what you want at all. <laughs> So with that being said, JJ, you're gonna you're gonna finish up this this grading process for us. Uh, Steve, Where? you wanna start us off, or you want me to take it? Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll go ahead and go first, Brian, because I don't I don't remember going first uh, lately. But because um, your movie always gets selected, my movies always gets picked. So <laughs> I will go first with this one. Um, you know, I will say last week. When this movie came up on the on our uh, <laughs> on our on our wheel of, of fortune, um, misfortune, misfor- <laughs> I wouldn't say that I was necessarily excited about it because I was just like, oh, you know, it was like, okay, yeah, look, oh, I've seen the watch, I like, you know, but but rewatching this movie, I did. I appreciated it more rewatching it again, again, you know, just because of, you know, taking this more examination into it again, seeing the, the, uh, the comedy, the, 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 the timing, the relationship between again, you know, Vince Vaughn and, and uh, Jonah Hill and their, their characters with this, right. The character development for them, but you know, the character development necessarily wasn't really there. There was a lot of things that like, I, I, I still, found awkward you know a, a lot of the too many dick jokes too much cum references too, you know a lot of that stuff really kind of happening but but the movie still was a lot of fun and and it is a lot of fun and a fun a fun movie night movie so with that you know i probably would i'm gonna give this uh I, i'm i'm calling this a this a decent a decent five, uh, uh, five a four, it's a four and a half. It's a four and a half slice movie. So it's above average. It's it's a four and a half slicer for me. Interesting. I uh, I can respect it looking at the rest of your scores, you know. For my my too much meter on, on the watch, I think this movie lucked out that I had seen it before. If I hadn't seen this before, I feel like this is one of those movies that's hard to come into this day and age and take in the amount as you kind of as we've touched on the amount of dick jokes, the amount of just just the potty mouth of just the guys club that's going on here. Me as a guy, I can enjoy it a little bit more, but as an overall movie, I do see where this is going to be hard to sit down, and not all of the uh, significant others are going to enjoy it. Uh, but with that being said, I love me some Vince Vaughn, 
absolutely love Jonah Hill. They bring so much to it. The comedic timing, you know, um, old Ermie coming in here for his final oorah, yeah. you know, just yeah. a lot of what they set up was um, what we see common from uh, Seth Rogen when, you know, he gets his hands into some of these writing of the movies. Uh, so with that being said, I, I think it's, I think it's close to a half full movie, but not quite that four, four and a half slice. So I'm going to give it a three and a half slice movie. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I respect a lot of the, the, the lines, the, the jokes, the comedy that's coming out of it. But at the same time, it's still a, a subpar movie to me. Yeah, interesting. No, I, I think that's a, that's a very interesting take. Well, JJ, go ahead and finish this off here. What do you um, So, yeah, this was my, my pick. Um, I, I won um this one and if you look there's one two three four this is my fourth behind steve's one two three four five Five. picks that he's had and only two from brian so um but i will say like yes i do have to agree the jokes in the movie were kind of like way over the top there's there's a lot of like hey this is definitely a bro movie so Dick jokes, cum jokes, fucking everything that's not, you know, you're definitely not going to have the church youth group over and fucking show this movie. But also it was, you know, hilarious. I I loved a lot of the lines. I love so many of of the comedic timing, so many of the jokes, just the the little one-liners in it that really popped out. And, And like Steve said earlier, you know, if if there's nothing else on on TV and you come across this and it's on, yeah, I'm gonna click on it. I'm gonna watch it. I do think it's funny. I I haven't watched it since probably I was in college, but I still I still quite enjoyed it. Um, and I was I was you know starting since we've started doing this podcast, I have definitely been critiquing movies a lot more (laughs) than I usually would rather than, you know, just like sitting there drinking a beer and hanging out and like watching a movie while playing on my phone. Now I'm actually watching it and I'm fucking critiquing the shit out of it. Um, I will say that, yeah, this is not that great of a movie, but it is pretty damn funny. And so I'm going to go high, higher than y'all anyway, because this was my pick. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna Way give to it five. True. I'm gonna give it five slices. <laughs> five um, slices. Just because that it it is a it is a funny movie. It is something that I would watch again. And hell, my fiance watched most of it with me. But it isn't that great of a movie because it is pretty frittata. So <laughs> I mean. <laughs> five oh, a solid five for me let's go i like That's it interesting. i don't mind yeah I, I i agree with that so with my three and a half jj's five and steve's four and a half that's going to give us a 4.3 repeating score Ooh. in our too much meter it is uh better than spies like us and the great outdoors but not as good as mr and mrs smith and rush hour no, no, it's, it's better than Rush Hour. It's better than Rush Hour. A little bit better, better. than Rush Hour. It, it mm-hmm. is. Yeah. I would even say significantly, but that's just <laughs> one and a half slices better, if I would say. <laughs> the, the, the comedy is way better than Rush Hour. The action is way better than Rush Hour. And Rush you know hour. what? 
The fucking storyline is way better than Rush Hour. Look, Rush Hour was an inaugural podcast, our jump, our first movie. We're gonna we're gonna put that oh, as a lock. Shit. We're no longer shit talking Rush Hour. This one's just gonna go. I'm gonna color change it so it's no longer gonna be shit talked. Oh. You know what, Brian? What I would like to see if this is okay with you, like on our little list here on our slice tracker, the year that the movie came out too. I would like. Can you add that like later? I'm just saying, not right now. Yeah, but like we can later. put that on there. I just think that would be cool, right? To see the year the movie came out. Just that's just me. But yeah, uh, we can. Yeah. we can add. You don't that even have that. to have a separate like a separate thing, just like in parentheses out beside. Yeah, I was just making know. it wider so it can fit. Oh, okay. You know. But yeah, I think that'd be mm-hmm. cool too to see that. What does forced mean? Oh wait, so JJ, you're talking about our next week's movie. It's a, uh, it's a sports movie, right? That's what we're picking. Mm-hmm. Hold up. We're mixing things up, guys. I went to hit the wheel again, and it locked up on me for some reason. It, uh, I'm not getting very many choices. Hang on, let me let me see what's going on here. What the fuck? What's what's happening? Can you can you share that screen? Um, see? Hey, my dogs are freaking out. What's mm-hmm. going? They're always freaking out. There's it's a problem. The aliens. There's a problem. It's the aliens. Hang on, it's working. Oh shit. Okay, here we go. So, we're gonna figure out our movie genre for next week. But wait, Brian, we already know what it is. Do we? Do we? Yes, sports. Oh, we don't. We don't because we got a new wheel. What movie are we actually, what genre are we actually choosing from? (laughs) So yes, with our holiday season right around the corner, we're going to make sure we're, uh, we're going to hit us with a holiday movie or as the the screen says, Christmas. Holy shit. Is this what you have yet? How long have you been planning this shit? Uh, four hours ago, maybe. <laughs> no, but you talked about it last weekend. Maybe I did have a thought for it then. I don't remember, man. That's crazy. But yes, we are going to switch it up to line up with our timeline. And uh, this week we're going to be doing a Christmas movie. And next week we're going to be doing a family Christmas movie. Um, what? Wow. I know. Awesome. Well, JJ, you uh, you just get the one this week. So, Steve, what uh, what Christmas movie are you going to throw up on the board? So I'm just going to call out this one uh, uh, right away, and it's just going to be Elf. Uh, JJ, what is going to be your Christmas movie? Well, I mean, there is a new Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie on Netflix. What? Okay. And we might have to start. We might have to go with that. I'll have to look the name up real quick. Yeah, you might get vetoed hardcore here. (laughs) Um, I will actually just go ahead and admit that, yeah, we've already watched that one as well. Um, it is a remake, a live-action remake, if you will, but it is Jim Carrey's version of The Grinch. All right, so my second Christmas movie, Four Christmases. Ooh. Ooh. With uh, Vince Vaughn and Reese Weatherspoon, who is one of my favorite actresses of all time. And I'm not going to do a Christmas movie. What? Wait. I'm going to do a holiday movie, oh. and I'm going to do animated. Oh, my God. Eight Crazy Nights. The... Uh, all right, that works. It's still, uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, oh just Brian win that one barely. No. Oh. oh, I did pick Christmas Vacation. I did yes, not. Yes, you did. Fuck yeah, so we have Chevy so, Chase. This is interesting to me. How do you have this thing rigged? <laughs> I know, we didn't see the sections. The, 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 uh, he... He like went through the settings pretty quick. He 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 really made sure that you went first, Steve, and so he put yours your first pick as number 1. That's he nice. went number 2. I went 3. 
and then you went four and he went five. Well, and then guys, he doubled and then he doubled the slices. Well, I was gonna say if you look at the mm. slices, my picks are all actually seven pixels bigger, giving me the advantage. <laughs> yes. You figured it out. Mm. You well, like, go the back tater. to that. Go back to that. Go back to the I want to see the thing again. I want to see the wheel again. Well, now I gotta reshare the screen. Yes, and... reshare the screen. Oh, I'm sorry. You have to work so hard clicking two buttons. Listen to your asshole. <laughs> okay, so I see Elf twice, Christmas Vacation twice, uh, A Crazy. Okay, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Well, fellas, this Woo! is another one in the books. The watch. Love it. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. Give us a follow. Give us a, a rating. Subscribe, all that fun stuff. Uh, we'll be back next week. Guys, do you got anything for us? Oh, no. Love it. Great, uh, fun episode. Absolutely fantastic. Can't, can't, can't wait till next week. Look forward to it. Next week is definitely going to be a blast. Scotch or yes. Scotch or yes. Scotch or yes. Absolutely. Scotch or yes. <laughs>